go directly to start. Do not pass go. Are we live? Good. <laughs> this is what I have to deal with all the time. People think I'm a troll. I am the victim here. <laughs> Just laughing. My wife is laughing. She knows I'm not a victim. Uh, welcome to Adventures of Mollygagging. Tonight we're playing the Marvel Multiverse RPG. We have created our own Earth LOL for lollygagging. Uh, our mutants are the only peoples with superpowers. Well, mutants are the only people with superpowers. And our players have created their own original mutants who are still learning how to be heroes. Jeff, we are starting with you tonight. Uh, who are you playing and what are your superpowers? I'm playing Marshall Gloss, a.k.a. Stranglehold. And I am a well-trained martial artist. And I have uh, elasticity and plasticity in my bones and tissue and muscles. And I can throw a house now. You didn't drink enough whole milk as a child. What? <laughs> Kipser, who are you playing? What are your powers? Uh, uh, I am playing Ashfall, uh, and I am primarily playing as a uh, geokinesis, which involves blocking Steven from hitting anyone or doing any damage. And uh, I get to also throw in some dimensional travel now, which is going to be very fun. Yeah, I told Kipser uh, before we started that uh, when she says she's going to a dimension I don't know anything about, um, she's going to run the game from that point on. Uh, <laughs> we'll just hand over the GM screen. Yeah, you guys are going to get lectures <laughs> for two hours from now on. Uh, Aaron, who are you playing? What are your superpowers? Hey, I'm uh, Jericho Wraith, son of John Wraith and Silver Flocks. They were original members of Team X, a CIA Black Ops team. Uh, he later joined himself in the search of for his missing parents. He's got the ability to psionically manipulate space-time, allowing him to teleport, allowing him to spatially lock people in place or open singularities in their body to tear out uh, part of their uh, part of their physicality, and he's now dabbled in the manipulation of time, or setting himself outside of the stream of time, giving him the ability to uh, move quickly as far as everybody else can see. And then that brings us to Melissa. And before we get to Melissa, she has been telling us for weeks now that she is the true X-Men fan and that her backstory is going to have far more detail than Kipser's and Aaron's combined. Mm. Uh, Intricate. So that's Intricate. why we saved her for last. Yeah, yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. She's been bragging for so long, I just wanted to put it off. Uh, Melissa, what do you got for us? Who are you playing? What are your powers? And what is your backstory? Uh, yeah, um, so I'm playing Bijou, uh, whose actual name is Ellen Humphreys. Um, she is the daughter of Mr. and Mrs. Humphreys, and she can um, get small and run fast. That is my backstory. Mr. and Mrs. Humphreys had a baby, named her Ellen, and here we are. Uh, so no, um, but that is what I've actually been saying for the last like week or two, that that was going to be the extent of my backstory. Uh, uh, for so, all you true Marvel fans, you <laughs> go get on the wiki and start looking up Mr. and Mrs. Humphreys, and you'll see there are pages and pages of details there. Uh, at least 180 appearances on both characters. For sure. So yes, so um, the day was her 13th birthday. Her parents 
grandparents, older sisters, and best friend Mandy were all over. The house was decorated with purple and blue balloons, purple and blue streamers, purple and blue cupcakes, and purple and blue gift bags. Pizza from her favorite local pizza shop, Cupcakes a la Mom. After the adults finished their cheek squeezing in the second and third round of goodbyes, Ellen and Mandy were up in Ellen's room, sifting through the small pile of gifts. Cute shirts from her sisters, funky vintage records from her dad, and a very vintage jewelry set from her grandmother. Ellen and Mandy talked about how the story of great, great, great aunt Nona, who no one ever really talks about, and no two stories about what happened to her ever quite line up. She married a European and left the U.S. She died young. She went cuckoo. She killed somebody. Ellen tried on the necklace. It's a pewter cameo of a young lady with curled hair clutching a necklace. Mandy helped her put on the matching bracelet that had a small pendant of a clutching hand. They didn't at all match her trendy band tee, but Ellen and Mandy tried their best transatlantic accents and acted out all the possibilities of what exactly happened to great, great aunt. Mona? Nona? Mandy got down on one knee and pretended to be the European who was proposing to young Nona. Ellen faked a gasp of surprise and clutched dramatically at the cameo pendant at her neck. A moment later, or was it a moment later, Mandy was yelling at Ellen. What the hell was that? Are you crazy? Did you throw something at me? Look at what you did to the wall. Mandy turned around and pointed at this fresh hole in the wall. Ellen felt scared, confused, barely able to focus on the hole and the dust of drywall, wishing she could just hide until she could figure out what happened. Mandy turned back around. What? Where the hell did you go? Ellen? Mandy ran downstairs. Mrs. Humphreys. Ellen was trying to reach out, but was under... Under clothes? What is, is this a shirt? Why is it so heavy? Where am I? Mom? The thudding of footsteps felt thunderous up the stairs, through the room. She felt like she might be stepped on. Suddenly the shirt she was under was tossed in the air and she with it. I'm, I'm tiny. She landed softly on her bed. She peeked out to see Mandy following her mom down the hall, yelling her name. Ellen? Honey? Ellen closed her eyes. This can't be happening. I, I don't want to be tiny. How the... This isn't right. And with that little bit of anger, she was suddenly her size again? Well, okay, that's better. But it wasn't better. And nothing would be for quite some time. Melissa, I'm here trying to give you a hard time. And you just go and make a really great, well-thought-out backstory just to show me up. You know, like, both of you bakers are just trolling me tonight is what's happening. Uh, 
No, that was great. Uh, really enjoyed that. And now, previously on X-Men, our gifted graduates have cut class for good. Joining the Hellions to raise some cane, the graduates broke out of the Stryker Institute and brought with them a student that was imprisoned deep underground in a decommissioned Cerebro. The young mutant codename Elixir has the power to manipulate a body's cellular activity, and he alone is able to cure their nano-sentinel infections. Jamming the Stryker's security sentinel signal gave the graduates precious minutes to make their escape, while the remaining purifiers offered little resistance to our murderous mutant misfits. Bijou bedazzled us all by blasting the bouncers to bona fide bits, and with the guards easily dealt with, the graduates jumped the fence, jacked a car, and juked the law, finding themselves on an open highway to freedom. Or at least to Hellion's summer home in the Hamptons? How long will they dodge the long arm of the law? Will they find a way to return to their own timeline? What beach games will they play while wearing only denim? Find out tonight here on Adventures in Lollygagging. We are picking up uh, a week after you have escaped from the Stryker Institute. So far, no sign of any sort of pursuit, no sign that anyone has found you. Um, Prodigy and Elixir have come with you. Uh, Hellion Summer Home is in North Haven, New York. It's a village in Southampton. Uh, it's a three-story home, home that's built right on the beach. It's got a really long driveway and rows of trees following the property line for privacy. If you take a short walk over a small dune, you're practically in the water. There is a second-floor balcony that just gives you beautiful panoramic view of the Atlantic. And it's early fall, so while it gets chilly at night, the sun is still warm during the day it's occasion that you're having it'd be relaxing your neighbors right now are a tech uh, he's a guy that created a crypto coin called phantom x um also nearby is a pulse you still have your the light is no longer flashing Prodigy suspects that these bracelets are receivers, not transmitters, um, that they were designed to activate the nano-sentinels in your bloodstream, not experiments. When Elixir awoke, he gave you his story. Uh, he told you that he was a graduate of the Stryker Institute years ago. Class of 22, brah. Yeah, we had this small ceremony. Uh, it was just me and my bro Jay. Uh, we were in Reverend Sinclair's office, and... Uh, he gave us our papers. He signed them right in front of us, you know, saying that we're like allowed to be out and we don't have to be like, what What do they say? The student the institute doesn't have to be our guardian anymore or something like that. And then, uh, yeah, Mr. Reisman, he, he gave us a ride. Uh, he was taking us to like this halfway house or something. They said we can get jobs and stuff and uh, until we get our own rent, you know, like that sucks. But anyways, we were out. So that was cool. Um, yeah, I don't really remember much after leaving the Institute, though. I don't remember what the halfway house was like at all. What year is it? 26. So I don't think you made it out of the Institute. Yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? Maybe I just drank too much in college. No, they're definitely evil, and had you set up to a bunch of medical equipment in the depths of the uh, Institute, but uh, very positive outlook. 
what have you all been doing in the week since you have escaped the Striker Institute? Um, Elixir has been recovering. Uh, a lot of his muscles have atrophied in the meantime, but it's shocking how quickly he's recovered as well. You can tell within days that he's already gotten uh, most of his muscle mass back. Uh, he's starting to look like a frat boy a little bit. Uh, he gave himself a haircut. Uh, Prodigy has uh, been digging into Reverend Stryker quite a bit now that you have computer access and access to the internet again. Uh, he's been going through the, the tree line towards the neighbor's mansion, uh, the tech billionaire's mansion, to psycho psychically absorb some of those skills. And then he's been coming back and applying them to uh, the computer that he was able to find in this house. Let's start with... We'll roll for it. Bijou, what have you been doing in this past week? So I would say that probably one of the first things that Bijou did was kind of getting on what passes for kind of social media and trying to see kind of what's been going on with like her older sisters and her family because, you know, there's been time change went into the future. So she's just kind of doing a little bit of cyber stalking just to kind of see what's been going on with them, what things kind of have been going on, just how they've been doing. Um, and she has also been working on kind of practicing her shrinking because um, she wants to be able to get so small that even if there's like a lock or something that she can just go like right through it. And it's actually been easier for you to practice your powers, too, since Elixir has been able to uh, begin curing you all of your nano-sentinel infections. Uh, it wasn't something that happened overnight, and he wore himself out every time he started. He didn't know anything about nano-sentinels, either. Prodigy had to kind of direct him into, like, the kind of things that would have to go into, uh, like, boosting your immune system, things like that. Um, as for your family... Social media has radically changed since you were on it. Um, 2006 was like the days of MySpace and Zanga and a lot of other uh, platforms that just don't really exist now for you. Uh, in 2026, you're going to some of these websites and some are active. Some don't exist anymore. They direct you to other uh, social media sites. And then there are new ones that you haven't heard of before as well. Uh, this website called X. You know, which you thought it was an adult website, and then you found out it's actually social media. Uh, so weird. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's been an adjustment period for you. Uh, you can give me a logic test if you would like to see how well you're adjusting to it. Uh, that is in 11. You're having trouble finding much of anything. Um Google is something you're a little more used to. It's been around for a while now. Uh, even then, it was still competing with uh, websites like Yahoo back in the day. Uh, so now that Google is like the only option, uh, you're, the terms you're putting in are different than they used to be as well. You're having trouble finding much of anything. Uh, even just Googling names. Uh, Humphreys isn't the most common name, but it's common enough that just trying to find the right page has been difficult. A lot of them... You find pages and pages of addresses, some that are your old address, but to get any more information, they're always asking for payment. 
Um, and perhaps you even put in a card number for one of them, and all you got was pretty much more of the same. Uh, nothing useful whatsoever. I'm thinking that maybe one or two of them might have like gotten married or something, and so it's just making it even more difficult to kind of track them down. So when she's failing at that, she will work on her shrinking and feel more successful. And you feel revitalized in a way. Uh, you didn't realize how much those nano sentinels were making you groggy and tired and exhausted, uh, borderline cranky. Having them gone, it feels like you are finally over a bad flu. Uh, you're finally clear-headed. You have energy again. And your powers are uh, just as honed as they were when you left the Xavier Institute. All right. Kipser, what has Luna been doing this past week? Uh, so Luna, as Elixir sort of clears out these nano sentinels, has started to pull in on powers that she'd only really just started to figure out uh, and use near the end of her time at Xavier's. Um, but you can kind of see her out, kind of hidden in the backyard. She's created sort of just a circle of dirt, pushed the, the grass back, and then she'll grab and pull a circle uh, into the air, uh, grass and trees and bits and bobs and dirt. Uh, and it creates a portal. And on the other side of that, you can kind of see this sandy, orange-red desert-like things, maybe some sort of arena in the distance of it but uh it's still pretty far away and she starts uh the first time she does it vomits passes out in that little dirt circle for a while gets up again tries again uh and is eventually able to start crossing uh through that portal um and then eventually she tries like uh Hey, Wraith, you want to, uh, I just need to push it a little bit. You Can you come with me? Uh, and she'll start bringing people to and from. Hopefully they get back at a reasonable amount of time and not get stuck there for too long. Uh, do you want to describe the places you're going to? Uh, mostly she's pushing through to Mojo World. So uh, she is getting there. She's sort of checking one area and then jumping the portal forward to check another area in Mojo World, just kind of trying to figure out where the resistance force had gone uh, and try not to attract the attention of uh, Mojo or Spiral or anyone like nasty up there. We're setting up for a sequel, aren't we? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and yeah, your powers, they have come back the same way you're feeling refreshed and you're pushing yourself as hard as you possibly can uh it's good that you don't have uh any sign of law enforcement or anything coming after you uh, and you do have access to the internet and social media and like there are headlines of the mutants that escaped um they're calling you murderers it's the mutant hunt uh headline that's been uh, going across the country right now uh, a lot of people have been talking about it strikers even said a few things about it um it, it's becoming a really big topic in politics right now. However, it doesn't seem that they're anywhere close to finding you yet. Stranglehold, what have you been doing for the past week? And if you have not okay. played some sort of sport in the sand, I will be disappointed. Oh, no, no, dude. It's good. All right. So picture beach scene. Okay. Stranglehold and elixir. We're in our, you know, we're in like morning get up, short shorts. We got like 
you know, like tight muscle shirts that we found somewhere within like the, uh, uh, the, the place we're staying, Bill Conti's going to fly now comes on and suddenly it's just Rocky three trading montage scene with elixir and stranglehold running up and down the beach stranglehold, like constantly doing like some bench presses and stuff like that on the sand here and there, but he's not bench pressing with weights. He's bench pressing increasingly larger boats and such as he's just, and that's just the day nighttime comes bonfire we group up a bunch of people and we start playing football right there on the beach as the water's coming in and like we're throwing deep passes getting tackled into the into the ocean and he's just like getting his he's getting his strength back his he's getting stronger and stronger he's getting faster again and when he's doing these like running sequences, these training sequences, his legs get nice and tall and he's get these big, long strides as he actually starts to eventually outpace others that are running when he's always been kind of slow. And that's really him. He's just been like, he's just been training. Like he's just been in school so much. It's just like, oh my gosh, there's like no, no real physical fitness there. And yeah, and he's not really sleeping much. He gets up nice and early, sees the sunrise runs up and down the beach and then that's that's basically his uh, his thing he doesn't look at social media he doesn't really they're not whoever's here they're not his family so he's not going to pay attention to them or anything like that and that's stranglehold so now stranglehold and elixir are dressed like the jocks from letter kenny because that was the only clothes that they could find in this uh yeah, I mean, you can picture it that way. I picture it as Rocky Balboa and Apollo Creed, and like <laughs> Rocky Three. And at a certain point, we just start strangely dancing and hopping as the as, as the beach comes in. Yeah, you finally call, did it. This is the moment. Like you're still a month away from the fight, but this is the moment that you achieve got all it, your dreams. Oh my god, bro, we did it. That's right, bro. And we just keep broing each other back and forth. And Elixir with his golden skin, once he gets a sweat going, he's just glistening in the sun. Uh, yeah. th the rest of you, if you ever look out a window and you see them training, there's just a glare coming off of the ocean and Elixir right next to Stranglehold. Yeah, it's it's pretty sweet, man. It's pretty sweet. Like, I don't <laughs> want to go back. This is great. We're in the Hamptons. We're on the beach. I got a bro right next to me like this. This is awesome. Oh, this is great. I, I bench pressed a freaking sailboat the other day. It was awesome. <laughs> you uh, are throwing a party, uh, a bonfire, and then a, a group of the locals come by to start uh, harassing you and bullying you all. And they've got their dirt bites and everything just to show how cool they are compared to you. Uh, they they kick sand up at you, but don't worry, you all win the girl at the end. Uh, Jericho, <laughs> what have you done this past week? Jericho would be sleeping late to end of the day um, because he'll get up mid-morning and he's doing a similar thing. He's training. He's he's working on um remembering how his body moves. And you see his, you know, he's doing he's doing parkour training and jujitsu and gymnastics training, and he's he's moving faster and more uh fluidly as he, he kind of feels himself back into his skin. But as it gets later, he, he makes his way into the city. You know, he's pushing his teleportation powers to limits, you know, making these multiple teleports. And then at night, he is working through the city, New York City. Um, and he's trying to pick up information on 
what is really going on with the mutant underground? Are there are there Morlocks in this world? Do they still exist? Is there any kind of you know he's using his old skills that he learned in Team X to try to determine if there actually is some sort of resistance uh, to the current uh, anti mutant regime. Yeah, let's go ahead and call that a. I'll take vigilance or logic. We'll go with vigilance because my Actually, logic ego is supposed to be more charisma. So let's go vigilance or ego. Still go vigilance because it's a little bit better for me. Uh, uh, 13. 13. Okay. Um, you don't have many contacts here, so it's hard to get real information. You're mostly dealing with rumors. Uh, the easiest rumors to find are the kind that you find in like the tabloids and things like that. You know, the, the inquirer loves talking, I'm sorry, the daily bugle, uh, loves talking about the, the people that live in the sewers and the tunnels and how, uh, they're monstrous beings and things like that. The amount of journalistic quality going into this, it's equivalent to saying that there are alligators in the sewers, uh, how much of that you can trust. You don't know. When it comes to actual effects of like a mutant resistance or anything like that, politically, there's no sign of it whatsoever. You do uh, manage to pick up history of uh, the uprising been called, where Xavier and Magneto apparently did team up to. Uh, attempt to assassinate President Kelly uh, back when he was senator running for president. How much of these this story is actually fact is hard to say. You know that there were a group of X-Men there and a group of known uh, Brotherhood of Mutants there. Uh, a lot of these names you recognize, people that you knew your teachers were fighting against, Nightcrawler, you were very close to. Uh, so you probably heard a lot of these names talking about some uh, good mutants and bad mutants. There was a bunch on both sides that like this person would never try to assassinate a president and yet he was there uh when this whole thing happened it's hard to say maybe he was there trying to prevent anything but regardless the story was written that they teamed up to try and kill president kelly and after that mutants became hunted uh there was a bit of resistance a bit of pushback politically nothing that actually uh survived and the Mutant Affairs Control Act ended up being just entrenched in law. It, it just kind of ballooned after that, too. There was amendment after amendment. Every time there was any sort of incident with mutants uh, where there were mutants fighting in public, there was another amendment that made the law even more powerful. Uh, it got to the point where President Kelly, he's on his third term as president because there was another amendment that allowed temporary repeal of uh, the term limits for president as long as it was a state of emergency. And currently, the U.S. is considered to be in a state of emergency because of mutants specifically. Uh, mutant terrorism is what they call it. There are always stories of mutants that are like fighting back here and there. It seems to be on a very small scale, uh, almost individual. Like if a mutant is found and they don't want to be uh, sent to an institute or something like that, or they don't, they're older and they just you know, wouldn't be sent to a striker institute. They'd be sent to uh, some sort of camp. 
those are the ones that tend to fight back the most and then they get immediately labeled as terrorist. It doesn't seem to be any sort of real organization to a resistance here. And it is pretty much confirmed that Xavier and Magneto are both dead as well. Uh, which is what Vic told you uh, two days ago. But it it's nice to know it's confirmed now because what Vic said was very much through a biased lens. So, it has been about a week. You have spent time recovering. You're all up on karma, HP, focus, and all that. And you uh, wake up one of the mornings. Wraith, you're probably just getting back from a late night out. Uh, you find that Prodigy has been cooking breakfast in the kitchen of this vacation home. You smell the eggs and bacon and toast. Smells great. You come out. You see Prodigy is very much awake as well. Uh, it looks like he's pulled an all-nighter, too. And he starts, uh, after you've all been served, you're all sitting around at the table, he starts going into what he's learned about Stryker. Stryker has a church called the Church of Human Potential, and they have a fleet of trucks and semis that ostensibly is logistics for rallies, as Stryker will tour almost year-round. Uh, his congregation is literally nationwide, and he streams all of his rallies as well. So even if you don't make it to the rally, there's a very big following that will watch every single week. The accounting for the logistics of these rallies is very suspicious. And no one would really notice this except maybe the IRS. Uh, but Prodigy was able to use some social engineering to get a password. He called pretending to be an employee, had a password reset, and he was able to start digging through files. And the budget for just their fleet of trucks and semis is about 10 to maybe even 15 times higher than what an entire logistic company's revenue would be. There is a massive amount of money just going into the small section of the Church of Human Potential's budget. And it's impossible to really know what it's going towards, but it can't just be trucks and semis. There has to be something else there. What all are you guys doing? I don't know about uh, exactly what it is he's trying to pull here. But I do know that if, if we don't get back to our own timeline, we've got no future here. I've spent the last week trying to dig up any kind of mutant cells, mutant resistance, mutants anywhere, any underground enclave and and there's nothing to be found they they broke the spirit in the backs of mutant kind and they've driven us to the brink of extinction here if we're gonna if we're gonna set this right it can't be here it's gonna have to be back in our own time with elixir in tow to heal everybody elixir can do like one person a day he's not really strong enough yet to to do mass raw i've been training whoa yeah. hey i've been bulking up <laughs> i i know Sorry, i've seen you dude. guys play sports uh outside a lot yes well we get him back and we get him back to our time before the sentinels attacked 
and and Dr. McCoy and Professor X and Forge, if they can't figure out a way to use his powers to mass protect everybody, nobody can. Yeah, what so he then, said. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What time is what? that again? Uh 2006. Oh, I'd do great then. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good man. with that. You'd do great like anytime, <laughs> bro. I really think so. Like I really yeah, would. So like, how do we get back there though? Jericho, are you sure we need both of them? What? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not leaving Stranglehold behind. He's my boy. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. Man. That's very, very harsh vibes there, bro. God. You just suddenly no see Bijou just sort of pop up out of nowhere. It's like, what? We're a, we're a team. What are you talking about? I, I joke. I joke. They, uh, for oh, some okay. reason, they didn't like having uh, earth barriers blocking their goalposts for uh, some of their games. Dude, jokes can hurt, you know, just so you okay. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I do. I, mean, I might the be game able winning point and you blocked it. I, I might be able it, to reshape game winning point. I can reshape my bones and my muscles, but I can't reshape my feelings, okay? And I can <laughs> heal his bones and his muscles, but I can't heal his feelings. And so my Jared, arms are stretches. Sure? <laughs> My arm stretches across the room and just puts a fist bump up. Just elixir. God, I love this guy. I am so enjoying elixir and stranglehold. I'm so not playing elixir how he is in the comics, but this is everything. That's all right. This is fantastic. It's a different world. Different different world. Yeah, grew up differently. Uh, Um, Prodigy would jump in here when you're talking about getting back into your time. Yeah. The Sentinel Initiative, a lot of it is privately funded, but it's meant to be a government program. I don't see how they would be. There's no law that would allow them to go back in time and kidnap mutants. And Stryker's Church, by the books, is law-abiding. So for them to be kidnapping mutants like this, we've seen people come and go, but we didn't know... I, I'm as I'm going through the research now, I, I didn't know the extent of it. I think it's Stryker who has the technology to go back in time, not the government, is what I'm saying. I mean, it was the Sentinels that attacked us when we got sucked into the future. Makes sense. Um so definitely they were probably leased by Stryker, and then he was able to modify them somehow to create some sort of like Einstein Rosin Bridge. I mean, I'm I'm pretty good at at, at folding space time, but I haven't got the hang of time travel yet. So you're right. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to find whoever has invented or using this technology and get it and take it for our own. Could be controlling Forge. Well, so, maybe whatever the technology is, we've got to take it. We've got to get it for ourselves and we've got to prevent them from using it anymore. Otherwise, they'll just undo everything we're trying to undo. So is this one of those things where we just figure out like where the most like power use is happening? And that's probably where the big powerful like machines are. Wait, wait, I got what? it. Okay. So 
Do y'all ever see Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? It's no. like Dude, it's a classic. Ne- right? And it's like the best time travel movie ever. So what we basically have to do is we just think about how, hey, we are in the future going to do this thing and then and then we're going to come back here later and leave like instructions for ourselves that lets us know exactly what we need to do. And we can say it's like, like there, like it's like right up there above the refrigerator. And so he's going to, and then we're going to say, I'm going to put it there later and then it'll be there now. And that'll tell us exactly what we should do now. So right? where Raw, would you, you just blew my mind. Where would you leave right? a note for yourself? So smart. If you want to so, look in like your jeans pocket or something. Whoa, let's not confuse. I mean, I could, I sometimes I rip out of my jeans, so I'd put it somewhere <laughs> else safer. So, so Stranglehold is going to reach his hand up above the refrigerator. And you do feel a piece of paper up there. And he, oh, oh, he pulls the paper down, super excited. This is a grocery the, list. What? Okay, guys, we need to get, we have, I have a things, thing, these are the things that we need to get. Uh, celery, uh, carrots. Uh, chicken stock, uh, onions, huh? I don't see how it's gonna help us though. Jericho looks over you. He's stock. like, Jericho's like, I um, Marshall, you're something special, buddy. You are something special. But I think, thanks, bro. Let's uh, let's go back to Plan A and just try okay. to track down the technology. I probably put it somewhere else in here. That's probably what it was. I'll figure it out though. I I know it's a detour, but these crappy news articles about mutants living in the sewers. Uh, if we need to get the kids out of the institute because this timeline might not just disappear and we might screw it up for them more. Maybe it might be our due diligence to find a backup plan for them. Uh, I don't know. I'm a, I'm an old soldier and, and I'm going to, I think we should, we need to stick to our primary mission and that's getting back. But I, I don't know if, if, if prodigy thinks we need to somehow break out his friends, we can look into that, but, we barely got out of there ourselves, and that's when they weren't expecting us to break out. I'm not sure how well we would do going back. Stranglehold can throw a house now. Yeah, Man. they've got sentinels who can disintegrate Wolverine, so... That's right. And okay. I don't want to get reinfected by these nano-sentinels. So I guess what we like need to do is we need to figure out... like a target to strike against striker right i know he's got like this fleet and such so then where do we where do we hit i'm kind of teaming for a fight to be honest well where does he stream we can just follow him right he's got social media let's uh as you guys are discussing the house around you begins to start shaking and you hear a familiar sound. A sound that you heard when you were kidnapped from the Xavier Institute. A fleet of sentinels is beginning to lower in land around the house. And then suddenly, one of them crashes through the roof 
in the kitchen with you all. There's a sentinel leg that crushes down, and we are going into initiative here. Oh, gosh. Uh, I had everyone pre-roll initiative ahead of time, so we are going to be able to get right into the combat here. There are at least three sentinels currently nearby, one of which is in the kitchen with you. That's the one on the top left here. And Wraith, you got a fantastic result on your initiative, so you get to go first here with your own uh, bonus round. One of the Sentinels got a fantastic result, too, and they're going after you. Well, that's just rude. Is it the Sentinel that's in here with me? Uh, yes, actually, it is. All right. Hold on. I'm bringing. It, I'm pulling up Foundry real quick. And for everybody at home, um, the reason I got a fantastic success on my initiative is because I took a new power. Uh, I took the trait um, uh, Surprising Power, and with that, I took the Rank 4 power, um, which is Lightning Actions, which allows me to automatically get a fantastic success on initiative. So it's not that I just luckily rolled it, <laughs> um, as, as people might think. So I thought you just wanted to brag about your new level up. I, I did. Th I wanted to do that, too. I wanted people to go, ooh, that's that's pretty cool. Wow, that's that's ooh, a fancy. badass power. He's a ooh, fancy, fancy cool. boy. That's a fancy boy thing. Um, so, but since I did get that, uh, also, that gives me two standard actions and three reactions. So, for my first action, when I see this sentinel land, what he does is he reaches out with his spatial sen uh, senses, and he's going to lock this sentinel in place spatially, uh, which is flavoring a webcasting attack. Da -da -da -da. So that's a ranged attack. Uh, range defense on this guy is 14. I got a 17 in total. I, I said 18. And it is a fantastic success. So oh, not nice. only is he paralyzed, but he's pinned. So he uh, has to get a 20 on his melee check, and he has trouble on that when his round comes around. However, the important thing is, is that now his agility defense is 10. And I am going to use my ability to spatially tear people apart which is my flavored Venom Blast with my second standard action, which I have an edge on uh, against his now lowered agility defense. Aaron has been waiting for this moment. He, I have. He had have. the whole combo <laughs> ready in his head. I did. And uh, since I've got an edge, I'm going to re-roll my Marvel die. Got an 18 in total against his agility defense of 10 for 30 points of damage. Ooh, buddy. Uh, go now, ahead and describe this whole turn and what it looks like, the whole okay. combo together. Uh, 30 points, that's a good chunk of damage, but he's still very much in the fight. But what more importantly that means is if you actually do damage with this attack, whoever you do damage to, and I keep forgetting about this, is stunned. So they lose their con any concentration powers and can take no action until after my next turn. Uh, he doesn't have a reaction to you, so yeah, it's going through. Okay, so what it looks like is this thing appears, and you see 
for a second, almost, it's almost like time slows for a second as Jericho pulls himself slightly out of phase with time to give himself more of an opportunity to react to what's going on. And then you see him reach out and you see the Sentinel freeze in space. And then you see him just make a swiping motion and you see parts of the you, you, you get a, a vision inside of the Sentinel as these micro singularities form and disappear inside of him, tearing pieces of his matter away from his body, stunning him. So now he's stunned, paralyzed and pinned. And I will not use. I will. Uh, I will then uh, use my move action to. Is this? Is it the guy right above me on to the left? Yes. I will use my move action to blink. Oh, I picked everybody. Hold on. And he's the only one that's currently inside the house. Literally inside the house. The other two have landed just outside. Okay. I will use my move action to teleport behind him and I will re I will I will keep my three reactions available uh, so I'm out of well, line of sight for anybody that crushes it yep. so the only other person that can go this round is the sentinel that you just stunned uh, so he is losing his uh, fantastic success turn here and we are going back to the top of the round which is you Wraith which means he is no longer stunned uh, and you've got your two actions and three reactions again Okay, I will uh, uh, once again hit him. As I see him start to shudder and come back, I'll once again try to spatially lock him down with my first standard action. Uh, he is Did still locked down, isn't he? Yeah, uh, that doesn't last. Yeah, but I'm but I'm gonna I'm resetting it so that he doesn't get an action. So he has to try to break out again this turn. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I got a seventeen. Which I think hit. hits. So uh, his once again his agility defense is down to ten, and I will use my flavored venom blast. I get a twenty-one. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and leave that because that's a pretty good roll. I was gonna re-roll the Marvel die, but I'm gonna leave it as is for uh, thirty more points of damage, and he's once again stunned. So now he's he's no longer pinned, but he is paralyzed and stunned. All right, you have uh, not bloodied because he doesn't have blood. You've begun to just start shredding the armor off this guy. Um, he's got one leg here, and entire armor plates have fallen off. One of them crashes through the uh, kitchen table that all your friends are sitting around. There are sparks that are flying out here as the servos are pulling and grinding, trying to get out of this uh, temporal anomaly. But all it does is just crush the gears. The more he struggles, the more the gravity pulls. And you see that they, there are cables and wires that are just pulling apart here as this thing is just almost destroying itself because of your abilities locking it down. And then that brings us to Bijou, unless you had something else, Wraith. Nope, I'm just going to hold my I'm going to hold all my reactions at this point. No, I take that back. I am setting up a blink barrage with my movement action. So he's just doing these quick uh, burst teleports around the Sentinel and around the house so that nobody can easily track him. But I will save my uh, my reactions. Okay. Uh, Bijou, you're at the table with your friends. Uh, you see this guy here. Um, oh, also, I should have told you guys that if you want to use Prodigy, you can get uh, Edge on a roll. Uh, one of you can use Prodigy each round. If you want to use Elixir, 
you can spend your whole action uh, hanging out with Elixir, and he will heal you as if you spent a point of karma. Oh, nice. I'm um, not taking but, damage anyway. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm setting up for the rest of the campaign here, all right? <laughs> uh, Bijou, so you see this one in the kitchen being destroyed. You look out at these panoramic view uh, glass windows that are still vibrating from the uh, power of these engines in the air and the the chaos happening and you see two more sentinels uh and they have these massive dock shoes on their feet and these sweaters around their shoulders uh they they're just the most uh posh looking sentinels that you've ever seen nice well um bijou is going to uh do uh sniping as an action and she is going to so i'm imagining that they are the people who like wear their sunglasses in that like really annoying way and so that's they've actually they've got built-in visors that have actually been pulled out and they twist it around exactly that way <laughs> yes so that's gonna be the target of her uh sniping um which sniping really only does anything if you get a fantastic success so i'm going to take an audience edge to help me uh, try to do a good job with this and if you want a second edge you can describe how prodigy is helping you here uh, distracting or helping you do the uh, trajectory, lining up the math. That would give you another edge if you want to. Uh, I'll, I'll leave them for somebody else. Thank you, though. And then I need to... Uh, sweet. I did get a fantastic success. So now we have fun with math again. Um... So the so the marble die is X is a, okay. So the the marble die means, counts as a six. Yep, and you get a triple damage triple because damage. you're sniping. So all of the math that's currently done here says fifty-eight because that's uh, 58? six times four. Yeah, that sounds right. Plus five times two. Yeah, uh, fifty-eight, and then um, I believe with the fantastic success with sniping, does it say you add your uh, weapons ability or element or anything to it? Or is that something else? It says on a fantastic success, the enemy takes triple damage instead of Okay, so it doesn't add your element. Uh, 58 is still a lot. Uh, almost as much damage as Jericho did with two turns. So that's impressive. That is uh, one good roll. Go ahead and describe uh, how, how this blast is uh, happening. Here's that this guy the sand dunes outside the house what's it look like uh so bijou is kind of like watching um everything that was happening with jericho and she was like going to kind of shoot at that one and then kind of shrugs because like, her, her help is not needed so then she's going to kind of turn her attention to the other one and she just kind of takes a look at them and like there was the initial shock and then there's just sort of the like eye roll of like We've been practicing. We're going to be better. And so she's just like, just aiming straight for like headshot. Um, and that's what she's going to do. So she's going to do her, you know, kind of like in the backstory where she, you know, kind of, uh, kind of clasps the, the bracelet and clasps the, the, the cameo necklace. Um, and you just see kind of that uh, shot right at his head. And the shot goes through perfectly. The sentinel next to it, the one that has not been hit, raises up one of those hands 
and the energy blasts just start pouring through this house, just breaking through glass. Uh, splinters of wood are flying everywhere. Furniture is exploding next to you. And it appears that he was aiming for the gold person uh, with you all, but he was a little bit off, and it was headed towards Stranglehold instead. Oh, no. Um, yeah, about that. What? You gonna try to hit one of us? You're gonna do it? Do it. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll use my reaction to activate Elemental Sphere, which uses um, 10 focus because it's based on my Elemental Protection, which is now at level 2, which means you have to get at least 20 damage to have it actually break. Um, and it creates, essentially what you see is uh, suddenly we're pulling sand in from the beach and it's creating a dust, a sphere of a dust storm that pushes out and it, you can kind of see it um, going and creating little bubbles around people and this large bubble in the space pushing out anything, including perhaps the foot of the other sentinel that is um, close to us and blocking any incoming damage. And what is the defense on that? Uh, 20. You need, oh, sorry. No, you, that's I need damage. to do an ego check and you need to do a agility defense for unwanted characters in the enclosed space if you're talking about the Sentinel. Uh, so he would not be in your enclosed space. Okay. Uh, so you're not pushing him out. You're just keeping yourselves in. So you don't need to worry about that. Um, Attacks it, against the sphere are against the character's ego the defense. character's e ego defense. Okay. Yes. Uh, so, uh, Stranglehold, what is your ego defense? Uh, uh, I think it's this, my ego defense. Oh, yes. This is going to, like, what, what is your ego Stranglehold in there, is it? 16. No, it, it's, uh, okay. it is uh, dust and air and er everything swirling around, but uh, you can see my control is good enough that you guys can move within the space without being impeded. All right, uh, uh, ego defense sixteen. That's perfect because I rolled an eleven. Um, I <laughs> technically rolled a seven. I got to add four, uh, so we're all good. This is the demi plane roller happening for me too. It's not even my dice. It, the luck is consistent mm, everywhere. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so these blasts are just pouring through the house, destroying everything but what it's trying to hit. Just stormtrooper accuracy here, uh, Luna. Your shield is coming up. It is still there defending you all. Uh, because it did not do any damage, uh, so it has not collapsed. Uh, and that brings us to Stranglehold. What are you doing? All right, so... Uh, one one thing I just want to point out to the, yeah. the Sentinel that, I, that is currently paralyzed, you, it, you automatically succeed on close combat attacks. Just throwing that out there, in case anybody <laughs> was unaware. Yeah, but I have an idea... Uh, okay. He wants to throw so, a house. He wants to throw a sentinel. I feel like I could throw a sentinel. That's not my idea, but like <laughs> I feel like I could. Uh, however, uh, so 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 Strangler is just going whoa, kind of looking at all this stuff, kind of floating around him. Uh, and there's so there's the one that that Ashfall was was putting that shield up is the one that Wraith hadn't kind of locked down. Right, it's the one that hadn't. Okay. I am going to then um, try grappling technique. So I'm going to be like, oh, you, you messed with the wrong bros, dude. And then I'm just going to try to uh, to grapple him. So I'm just going to like kind of wrap myself, wrap my arms around 
Uh, so that's just going to be a, a basic close attack. No, no big thing. No big deal. Melee um, defense 14 here. Sure, sure, sure. sure and you all right. see Stranglehold. Uh, this glass is shattering. Energy blasts are going past you all. Uh, and he just runs right towards uh, all this chaos that's being blown uh, in. Uh, he goes out on the balcony, and the sentinel is right on the other side there. And how do you roll? Uh, I rolled a 20. So my arms just wrap around it. Oh, dude, this was the wrong play, man. This is my bro's freaking place of, like, of... This is my... my this is my bro's abode as he wraps uh, his... Domicile, right. And so he's going to wrap it up, <laughs> squeeze, and do 42 points of damage. Uh, and you are grabbed. Then as my reaction, I'm just going to keep extending and I'm going to start coiling around him. And like you can see that Charlie starts creeping out from his side. And now like these two snakes, we're just going to start wrapping up and up. Uh, as I'm going to use one of my new abilities, uh, Coiling Crush. Um, and so I'm going to make another attack. Uh, so this is going to you be... You get to make two attacks now too? Uh, this is a reaction. Uh, oh, so that I can use okay. once he's the, the trigger being character grabs an enemy, you grab from my grab, grappling technique. Uh, that is also a success. Uh, I'm going to re oops, I'm going to re roll that thingy since I have my edge uh, and see how that goes. Okay, and I got a marvel uh, on my re roll, so it's a fantastic success. So I I move, and so me and Charlie, like DNA strands, start wrapping up, and we just we just flex and squeeze for eighty four points of damage. Wow! And if and he's also paralyzed. Oh, we're not going to get to that point. Um. So after <laughs> forty two, he had seventy eight <laughs> left. Uh. So go ahead and describe it here. Wow. So as Stranglehold and Charlie wrap up, and the whole time he's like, wrong, this bad move, dude. I'm sorry, I don't mean to do this to you. I like your sweater. And then as we both squeeze, and there's this moment on like the backside of the Sentinel where like Charlie's face and Strangle's face kind of look at each one, one another. And for, for like a moment, like there's life in Charlie's eyes. And I think that just infuriates Strangle even more. And we just just pop it in pieces and you just see the head pop off the arm pop off like an action figure from the 80s just being ripped apart by force and he just kind of collapses to the ground at that point oh whoa that's the end of your turn uh hang on yes so melissa was trolling me in the <laughs> chat saying we'll let you know when it's your turn again um <laughs> and that's funny because it, it technically is my turn again, but this guy is paralyzed and stunned and X amount of other things. See, that's why uh, so I want to go get for the go. other guy. Because, like, he's paralyzed. I'm, I think I either could, A, take this guy out, or B, also paralyze mm -hmm. him. And so that's that was the idea. Makes sense. I, but yeah. I have a third sentinel. Uh, and he's going now. Is he running? Uh, should he do a <laughs> He should be running. Or something? <laughs> no. Uh... This is the one that was uh, hit pretty hard by uh, Bijou, though, and he will also uh, be just blasting through uh, this house here. 
You still need to beat a 16. Oh, I'm going to beat it. I'm gonna Ego, beat it. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you have to do <laughs> at least 20 damage to actually break through, and even then it's not going to actually do damage to us. Just FYI. Uh, so first of all, I got a marvel on my die, all right? So I rolled yeah. a 17, all right? Ooh, Which okay, beats okay. it. And Double I damage. get 68 damage here uh, to your shield, which is just dissipated, and then none of that actually rolls over to you. Yep. <laughs> but 68 damage, that's pretty good that's, for that's me. really that good. good. Yeah. My job destroying I mean, my shield. We heard, I, I we heard that, that there was 68 damage headed our way. That, yeah. was, that would have that would have put damage. me down. If it had hit me, that would have put me yeah. down. Yeah, you know. Like, How did you uh, okay, I have I'll more sure health than you do. Because my, uh, my resilience is only two. Me too. Um, oh wow! My vigilance and agility are high, but my resilience is pretty low. I had thirty until we leveled up. <laughs> oh my gosh! A bit like a scratch, maybe on me. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, there I are want to damage. <laughs> just destroying this entire house, and so much has gone through the house and not hit any of you that you're starting to question how structurally sound it is. It looks as if it might start collapsing at some point. Um, this sentinel also begins walking towards you all, not actually going above the house, walking through. The balcony is just breaking with its weight as it is uh, lumbering towards you all uh, through the across the dune, through the wood, breaks in through the uh, glass doors here, and is basically in the kitchen with you all. But that is the rest of its turn, and it is Ashfall's turn. You know, I don't really like this one is walking around and the other one is locked down and the other one is destroyed. So let's just lock this one down as well. Um, so I'm going to, I've been practicing and I, I had that box, but the lid was missing. But now I've figured out how to make a box with a lid, aka elemental prison. Um, and it can mm -hmm. be five spaces times my rank. So 15 spaces, so this is pretty big. And uh, I'm just going to lock him in a prison of dirt. Sentinel is pretty big, too, but I, I think 15 spaces will get you most of it. So, yeah, you can definitely, like, create a prison. It, if anything, there will be, like, a block or two that's open, but it won't matter because it'll be, like, where his feet are looking. He can't shoot out there, that type of thing. Uh, so you're going to yeah. be able to create this prison around him. Um, okay, so essentially what happens is uh, when the elemental prison is formed, the character makes an ego check and compares the results against the agility defense of the target inside the enclosed base. So I need your agility defense. Okay, 14. And I am going to do uh, the agility, sorry, the ego check. Would that is that an ego attack or just a normal ego? I would ability. I believe check. it counts as an ego check. And then if you get okay. a fantastic success, it counts as an attack where you do damage. Okay. Uh, that might be a different ability that I'm remembering. Uh, how about... Oh, lovely. I got a fantastic uh, uh, 612. So that is a resulting 20. How's your agility defense there, Stephen? Uh, it's 14. It's still yeah, 14. Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on a fantastic success for the prison, imprisoned um, people suffer full damage. So it does do damage on a fantastic only. Yes, so I will now roll. I, I got 48 damage, I should say, um, with my fantastic. And the effects of uh, Earth as an element just means you're moving at half speed. So it's uh, it's not, you're already on top of us, but you're in a prison now. 
So you're not living this, anyway. This house is further getting destroyed <laughs> with this thing uh, Do you guys think we should maybe step outside? And the sentinel is trying to still lumber forward. It's intelligence just telling it to move through any obstacle. And you're using your abilities to create this prison. And uh, it takes a lot of mental strain for you here to hold this prison as this massive creature of metal is pushing and pushing, but it's not able to move any further. And it's really just tearing itself apart as well. The metal plates are being separated and uh, bent and damaged. Uh, one of its limbs, it just completely gets torn. Uh, it's still hanging there by a few cables, but there's no more servos connecting it to move. It's still able to fight, but it's looking very, very damaged. That's the end of your turn. But as you're looking out, you're thinking about moving outside. That's when you hear even more engines. You get closer to the window and you look up and you see that there is almost a fleet of these sentinels coming in. Uh, over a dozen, maybe two dozen, just uh, flying towards you all right now. You see them over the water right now, headed your direction. That brings us back up to Wraith. Do we stay and fight or do we run? That sounds like a lot. It's a lot of people. Are they in the, are, they're in the air right now? Yeah. So so the sentinels that are are they so there are they sentinels flying in or are they like they're sentinels flying? just like okay. the ones that you're fighting. Okay. I was going to say I'll just pick up the sentinel and throw it at the points. But <laughs> Uh, you could pick up the sentinel and throw so it at the other sentinels. Yeah. So how many is it going to be? That's what I was going to do on my next turn. But how many? So how many? So it's like a dozen. It looks more? like they're flying in a couple waves. The first one has about a dozen, and then there are more even past that. It'll be at least a minute or two before more come in. Uh, but they're on on the horizon. Uh, the first away? ones you could absolutely throw to. Yeah. So like, can we actually get away from them? They have a freaking plane, sort of. Uh, I mean, they could hurt us pretty bad. If they come in oh, waves yeah. of three, we could handle them. But if they come in all at once, that, that might hurt a bit. Right now, other than your dimensional travel um, yeah. and your teleporting, your mode of transportation is a red uh, H3 Hummer. Stranglehold will below. just look to Wraith as this is the type of decision that Wraith makes. This is not the type of decision Stranglehold makes. <laughs> that is where our tactical knowledge lies. I, I just right. hit things. These two are locked down. Let's head for the let's head for the car. Elixir Prodigy, let's get out of here. Try to make some space. Get lost um, in town. Switch out vehicles when we get a chance. Well, maybe we need to hit the sewers after all, but yeah, let's get out of here. We're gonna have to head into New York to get if we're gonna if we're gonna hit into the sewers, but we definitely need to get out of here. You all start making your way down. Uh, this one sentinel that is not paralyzed uh, is still fighting against this earthen prison. It's not moving. It's not breaking through, but it's causing vibrations that are shaking this house above you. And just as you all pile into this uh, Hummer and start pulling out of the garage, it really does begin to start collapsing. Just one corner at first, and then it just kind of gets a slide to it and then starts to tumble down. Uh, who all is driving right now? I'll drive. 
if no one else I'd say oh, yeah. Prodigy, Prodigy would probably be driving. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He yeah. probably knows how to drive. Oh, that he's the least combat-oriented of us. I mean, direct combat-oriented. Prodigy brought a laptop with him and started pulling that up, but Elixir can drive if you'd like. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be All the right, best bro, at I it got anyway. This. Yeah, okay. Um, as we are going away... Uh, can Stranglehold throw something? Can he try to throw one of these Absolutely you can, yeah. up at the plane? Yeah, as he just picks one up. <laughs> Catch! Long palm! <laughs> as he tries to lift up a Sentinel uh, and just throw it at the stuff coming in. Yeah, uh, the the first Sentinel uh, in this formation coming in, go ahead and roll your uh, ability for throwing. Okay. Uh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, so hang on. I'm gonna use my uh. Is it okay if I make if I use my spin and throw power for this because it allows me to make a melee attack as opposed to making a an agility yeah, thing? Yeah. Okay. Uh. All right. So then I will just wrap my arms around one. I'll kind of do like a hammer throw thing as I'm spinning with it and spinning with it, and then I'll just kind of hurl it. Um. So let me roll. So Stranglehold climbs Ooh. up into the ruins of this house to get the oh one God. that is locked down by the temporal anom- anomaly. And Wraith, just as he grabs onto it and gets a tight hold, you drop your concentration, allowing it to move again. And he just starts doing the hammer throw, like he said, and it's just going around and around. And then it builds up momentum. 17. And 17 hits. Their agility defense is 14. Okay. Uh, what's your damage there? Uh, 30. 30. Uh, these two set ho hum roll, by the way. It's pretty, it's, <laughs> I'm not particularly yeah. proud of it. You know, it's no 68 like I rolled. Uh, it's no 84. <laughs> the Sentinel, it, it strikes true low. It goes flying and it's moments before it actually hits because it's such a distance and you're watching, you're like, oh, the lineup is good. You know, when you throw and you just feel like yeah. this is the one, this is going to hit. You felt that immediately. Like you got this. Stay and it's a moving target. target. Stay on target. target. And then they just collide. Uh, the metal goes flying. There's a little miniature explosion. Uh, the sentinel that was coming in was completely uh, undamaged by battle, but it still begins falling out of the air as a result of this massive weight hitting it. Uh, and they both fall into the ocean below. Unfortunately, there's still the formation of other sentinels behind. Sure. The rest of you uh, are piled into the Hummer now. You've got a door open for Stranglehold, uh, who stretches his way in and you just hit see the him. highway. You see him as he's coming, he starts running, and you see his legs grow until they're, like, stilt-sized, and you he actually moves much faster than any of you have ever seen him move. It's just, and then he latches on, and he pulls himself the rest of the way into the Hummer. Nice shot. Nice shot there, Stranglehold. Yeah, touchdown, bro. <laughs> Touchdown indeed. <laughs> All right, and you are making your way uh through the island of North Haven. Uh it's a small island. It only takes a few minutes to drive all the way across and you're driving pretty fast right now. Uh every time he takes one of those turns, it, it feels like a country road uh where it's narrow streets and they're they're uh curves to the road. They're it, just two lanes. There's not that much traffic. This is just a subdivision type area uh, for very rich people. 
And every time there's a curve in the road, you all go flying towards one side because Elixir's driving so fast. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I haven't driven in a few years, you know? And he just keeps going. Uh, I want a vigilance check from uh, Wraith here. Um, is it like detecting trouble or something like that? It is. Because I get a I get an edge on that. I got a 19 with a fantastic success on the Marvel die. I'm going to re-roll the three. At the moment, it's a Marvel die and a six. I I shit you not, I got an ultimate fantastic success. <laughs> because the, the, the Marvel die is... Uh, was originally a one. I don't know why it re-rolled that too, but all right. So that's ultimate uh, fantastic success. Uh, it's a twenty-two in total. Here. Yeah, that, that makes it. That hits it. I like the highest I can give you is an eighteen. I think. Uh, oh no, it's nineteen now because you all ranked up. Uh, so I got more powerful because of that. <laughs> you all are flying through here, and Wraith, you are the one who. Uh, spots this first perhaps it's your military training you're you're knowing to be looking for things on the ground as well as in the air not just those sentinels flying behind you but you see a glint of metal and at first your mind thinks a tank or some sort of uh, armored personnel carrier something along those lines because it's moving fairly fast um and it's on the ground about your level as well but it's bare metal it's like that steel color like uh not been painted or anything like that and then there are thuds that come along with it uh you see the movement of trees and bushes and then you hear a low growl and you finally get a good glimpse of this creature uh that is pacing alongside your hummer right now going 45 50 miles an hour on these back roads you see what looks like a combination of like a T-Rex and a wolf. It, it's got the four legs that it uh, bounds on, but it's got the massive maw, the giant head of a T-Rex, teeth and teeth and teeth and a long tail, a reptilian-like tail. It appears to have metallic skin, organic skin. You can see it ripple as the muscles flex. Uh, it moves in and out with the breath of this creature, and you see that there is saliva just frothing and dangling down from its mouth, and it is catching up to your vehicle right now. What are you doing? Well, first, so Ray says, we got company. Some sort of genetic beast is coming on our six we're gonna have to try to shut it down i can try to shoot it i can make a barrier and block it but it's probably just gonna jump over let me shoot it first yeah i think you should do it beige you all right and we are staying in initiative right now so wraith uh you are first up right here and then bijou is after you if you want to make an attack or anything like that it's you Okay, I will, uh, to try to help her out, I will try, uh, I've got two standard actions, so I will try to lock it down, spatially freeze it in space to reduce its agility defense. I 
I can also just put it in a prison block as well. <laughs> I remember going to a That is a 17 in total. Against its agility defense. Uh, not a particularly 17. good roll. Uh, I kid you not, you needed an 18. Okay, I will use my second standard action to do the same thing. And I get an 18. 18, okay. Still not a so, very good roll, but... At first, your ability that you never miss with this... Uh, but something about this creature, it's got incredible weight to it and momentum, it. and it's so fast, incredibly fast, that you can't lock in. With the second attempt, you're able to, though. Um, Go ahead and read that ability to me again. Uh, or what's the name of the ability? Uh, it's the... So webcasting. It's, it's a flavor right, webcasting. So it's a standard action, range 10 spaces. The character makes a ranged attack on an enemy, the attack is success, the web paralyzes the victim on a fantastic success, which I did not get, so it doesn't matter. It's a melee check, target number 20 to break free on its turn. Um, right. And our agility re defense is reduced to 10, and close attacks automatically hit. It was the paralyze that I needed to remember because it has some wonky stuff with certain conditions. Uh, it does not interact with paralyze, though, so you actually gain some uh, time. Uh, as the paralyzed uh, stops it in place uh, for a few moments, you see it's bounding, 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 and then mid-jump, it's just stuck in place. And you can see it begin thrashing and pulling and wrenching at itself, digging at its own flesh, trying to uh, grab whatever is what it thinks is grabbing it. it it's got this bestial primal intelligence that doesn't quite comprehend what's happening to it, and it's just trying desperately to free itself. Hit it now uh, and it. hit it hard, everyone, while it's while it's stuck. That brings us to Bijou. And B, what I will do uh, for Bijou, if, if you would like, I'm going to use one of my three reactions. Uh, because of my spatial senses are so good, I, I kind of direct, I, I point you to a specific spot. I say, fire now and fire there. And give you an edge on the attack. Cool. Um, That's the help, help reaction. I so I'm thinking about doing suppressive fire. So then if the attack is a success, it's health damage reduction normally. Any damage taken is then applied to the focus. If it's fantastic, the damage is doubled, focused, and stunned. So would that be duplicative of what you already did? Yeah, I mean it's it's lot it's it can't move at the moment. Okay. Then I'll just but snipe it. Stunned I'll is different just... than paralyzed. Uh on its turn, it'll be able to attempt to break the paralysis. If sure. it's stunned, it will not be attempted to it will not be able to attempt to break it. It's true. So it could continue to keep it in place while we're trying to run away. Correct. For one round. I yep. will try to do that then. Um, and I have an edge, so thank you for that. Let me... No, I've got to click here, not there. Okay. Um, and re-rolling is rolling one dice, right? Correct. Okay. Um, I got a one, a three, and a four, so I'm going to try re-rolling the one. I still don't know how to do this on the sheet, so I'm just going to do a re-roll and take the first number. Okay, so that is a, a six, a three, and a four. Uh, 13 plus your agility, but it's over a 10, so... 
Yeah, right. so its 18. agility defense is lowered to ten, uh, so that does hit. Okay. Um, and go ahead and uh, roll your damage there, or do your the math for your damage. Okay, so the damage is seventeen. What's the focus? Press of fire again. So uh, I'm sorry, I forgot to tell you. There is also a damage reduction on this guy of minus three. So your multiplier gets minus three. Ouch. Oh, redoing multiplication is fun. Um, so I had a three. So does yeah, that so mean no nothing happens? That means no damage. Blast. Um, if the attack <laughs> is a success, <laughs> apply health damage reduction. Normally, any damage taken. I tried is to blast you, focused. and nothing happened. And it was not a fantastic success, so they so uh, are not stunned. She should still take her base, the base ability. You should still take like a couple points, the base ability score, because it just reduces it and makes it times zero. But you damage still has plus your ability score. When the damage uh, multiplier right. is reduced to zero, it says no damage is taken. No damage. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, I did play that wrong in the first or second session okay. where I said yeah, you still I think got I the did modifier. That at some point. Yeah. Were, yeah. You, yeah. were you doing uh, vigilance? I, defense, I did that mistakenly. By the way, it's vigilance defense, not agility defense. Oh, if that's the case, you didn't hit. Uh, its agility oh. defense was 10 uh, because it was lowered because of the paralyze. Its vigilance is 17. Well, damn. Okay. I really like this guy. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. <laughs> so Pichu just sort of looks at Wraith and is like, eh, it didn't seem to work. Uh, it, it's not necessarily your fault, though. This car is... I'm trying to oh, aim no. at a thing that doesn't mm -hmm. want me to aim at it, so... And obviously it's armored and has some kind of weird shit. Yeah. 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 I, I it I could have improved my shooting, I suppose, instead of trying to improve my <laughs> so, shrinking. So your all the other way down your other suppression thing, did you say that that reduces its damage reduction or, or depletes it? Just for future reference. No, you apply health damage reductions normally. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So okay. it's just that damage taken goes to focus, and then it's if it's fantastic, it's doubled, and focus and stunned. All right, we are back. Sorry about that. Uh, Jeff just decided to kick me for some reason. He was real jerk about it. This is entirely his fault. It's not mine at all. Uh, I don't take blame for anything. That is my mo. Uh, we are picking up right where I left <laughs> off uh, with cutting off Bijou's attack. Uh, you were attacking this creature. You blasted at it. Uh, you had a decent shot. But unfortunately, with the careening of this uh, vehicle through these country roads, uh, low-hanging trees, and the creature itself struggling, you just weren't able to get a real hit off. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to do on your turn? No. Okay. Uh, that brings us to Stranglehold. Okay. Uh, and you are gaining speed away from this thing with each round as well. Can, okay, so can I leap out at it? Uh, I, I want to. Why wouldn't yeah, you? Because uh, that's what he does. There's uh, a sunroof too to make it super easy. Okay, sweet. So I just leap out, kind of tumble, and then instead of like landing, you just see spindly legs come out. And like my body's here, and you would think the parabola, natural parabola, would bring him back down, but that's not what it is. Just the legs come out. And he closes the distance. Uh, and yeah, he just wants to start. He wants to bang with this guy, you know, just be like bad doggy. Um, 
and he's going to attempt to doing his classic grappling technique. Um, so uh, this is just melee attack, blah, 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 which Aaron, you said it automatically hits, but automatic hit. Yeah. Okay. Automatic hit. Such and such. Uh, okay. Uh, so let me do my. So question about edges. Uh, if you use an edge to re-roll a die, but you have, say, two edges, can you re-roll the same die more than once? Yes, yes. you can. Okay. Cool. So I can, like, try to... Got it. All right. So I'm going to try... I'm just going to... I'm going to I'm gonna go fishing for a fantastic. Because uh, right now I don't have one. Right now I got four. So let's do that. Uh, and I rolled again. another four. Uh, so let's try that again. I got one more. Uh, that's a three. All right. So... Uh, so that's going to be 30 points of damage. Uh, now I, oh, I know you have your did thing. Did you do the damage so, reduction? Yeah, I'm going to do that now. So it's m- going to be minus, minus 18. Uh, so it'll be a total of 12 because I do have, okay. I, I have a multiplier of six, so it should be, I'm sorry, hang on. So I did four, four times three is 12. It should be minus 12. So 30 minus 12 is 18. All right. Okay. Uh, minus 12. Got it. Okay. So then... Uh, then I'm going to spin and throw, uh, as a reaction, uh, cause he's grabbed now on my attack. Uh, you are so, so lucky he's paralyzed as well. Just saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't even know what I rolled. <laughs> no, no, it, it doesn't have anything to do with that. I, I'm just saying you're like a horrible reaction. Paralyzed. I'm assuming. <laughs> okay. Oh dear. Well, well yeah. I'm going to throw him to Mars. Uh, so <laughs> that's what it says for might three can throw bad doggies to Mars. Uh, so I'm going to do oh, that again. Really? That's what it says. Uh, so let me roll. Uh, okay. This time I did get a Marvel. Uh, so that's a fantastic success. So you take, you're going to end up taking double, double damage, which would, which is going to be one sec. Um, so you're going to be taking 68 points of damage. Nice. I hurl you as far away as you spin and throw, right? uh, Spin and throw. Uh, It doesn't specifically say how far. It just says I can move the enemy to any open space within reach. I do have quadruple the reach of normal people. Um, So I'm going to throw. So we'll say four spaces. Sure. So he is prone, pinned, stunned, Uh, still paralyzed. Before that happens, though, I am going to use my reaction of immovable. Uh, this works with paralyzed because it doesn't require a check. Um, okay. Trigger, the target is knocked back or knocked prone. Um, for every point of melee defense the character has, which is a good bit here, uh, it's only 17, uh, I can reduce knockback by one space. So okay. I can reduce how far you throw him by 17 spaces. Okay. So go ahead and describe how this is looking for you. He's still going to do... be prone and pinned. I, I'm going to let this happen because you just had your uh, your terrible incident. My moment. But I, I do want to lodge that that makes no fucking sense. Uh, just so you know. <laughs> like, that makes literally no sense. That uh, If you're that not the blob, sense. it doesn't make sense. I agree. Uh, so all, all, all being said, you took 84 points of damage from me. And that is after I've already done damage reduction. All right. That's no 84. Okay. Good. And He's pinned, paralyzed, stunned. Prone, pinned, stunned, <laughs> paralyzed. But somehow, somehow. <laughs> He's got that. Doesn't get He's got the, the juggernaut slash blob 
yeah uh ability there yeah yeah <laughs> so so there that's my turn all right it is his turn um he is stunned i believe let me make sure that this all is working correctly uh correct i I just want to make sure that he doesn't have anything about being stunned because he's finicky so Um, does actions like include reactions uh so for paralyzed immovable immovable uh, he could was a trait it's a trait okay yes well immovable is a reaction but paralyzed says you cannot do an action that requires a melee or agility check uh so the immovable didn't require a check whatsoever it was just like a passive thing okay all right uh yeah he is stunned he has nothing to help with that um so his turn passes with him being uh pinned and paralyzed still however you do see that a lot of the wounds and the crushing uh that you did to him is already beginning to heal right in front of your eyes it appears he's got some sort of healing factor going on you know what might slow him down taking a visit to mojo world yeah i can do that that's all you're deal up with him <laughs> we're the good guys we didn't attack it it attacked us like i say at the beginning you're still learning how to be heroes you know so you're allowed some mistakes along the way Hey, going to Mojo World is not going to kill it necessarily. You know, the giant wolf. Would it kill the people in Mojo World? Mojo World. They they live for this stuff. They they literally, (laughs) their entire life revolves around death by combat gladiatorial reality television shows. Trump reality ever. Yes. Bingo. Your turn, Ashfall. Oh, is it? Sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. I thought I said it a couple times. <laughs> distracted thinking about possibilities. Um, yeah, so Ashfall is also going to, hearing Wraith say that, uh, Ashfall is going to like wiggle out of the sunroom, uh, sunroof as well. Um, she's going to quickly use some uh, karma to recover some focus. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Sheila is going to try to jump to where um, Stranglehold and this giant healing wolf thing are. Yeah, uh, I, technically, rules as written, these would be agility checks to be jumping from moving cars uh, onto the road, but it's fucking awesome. Uh, so you make it. All right, grabbing onto the wolf's fur, she's going to concentrate and pull open that dirt circle around them and try to teleport herself and the wolf to Mojo World. All right, I believe even with him being stunned, he can still make a resistance here because he is unwilling. Uh, Yeah, so let me just she do a quick check here. She does have an edge, however, from it being stunned. I do have an edge from it being stunned. The character moves to a different Sweet. dimension, taking any person they touch with them. If the target does not wish to come along, the character must grab them first, which I have done. Uh, yeah, the grab when... would be automatically successful because of the paralyzed. So, yeah, he doesn't paralyzed. actually get to roll anything against it. Uh, not that he would have succeeded there, because while he's got some great physical stats, there are drawbacks on this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Ego Land. Um 
So it's going to take me uh, my action to teleport him there, and then I'm going to have to survive around and teleport back. Yes, you are. Myself. I was thinking about this when I was reading about the character. I'm like, what if she teleports him? Oh, that'd be fun. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to say he's... Uh, Stranglehold, you have to let go of him as well for him to be teleported. Uh, so he's not going to be I'm, like pinned and I'm grabbed. I'm not holding on to him. He's mm-hmm. he is pinned. He is he is pinned. He has the pin condition. I thought you had to be like you were grabbing onto him. That's why he's pinned. Spin and spin and throw specifically applies the pin condition. Okay, uh, for how I, long? Uh, for one round. Okay. Okay. So yeah. by his next round, it'll be off. Okay. Uh, so Unless Ashfall and Predator X. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. This creature uh, are X. in a different dimension. Uh, Ashfall, go ahead and describe what part of like Mojo World you're in. What does it <clears throat> look like in your immediate surroundings? Um, so like where she was trying to like ping out further in the desert area of Mojo World, just these red dark red cliffs and and dirt and sand that sticks to everything all around you. Um, the actual arenas in the distance, but there's just a void of life or anything around this area right now. All right. And you are there, just the two of you facing off. He is stunned, uh, pinned down, uh, still sort of paralyzed. Uh, Actually, the paralyzed would travel with it, I think. Rules as written. Um, there's no reason it would drop off unless Wraith dropped his concentration, which I doubt he'll do. Uh, it's your turn. Uh, Ashfall and this creature have just disappeared in front of you. Uh, is there anything you'd like to do, Wraith? Wraith just, uh, cocks a half smile. Gives the finger gun to Ashfall's little circle and says, That's a mighty handy trick. You gotta admit that stranglehold. That's, uh, that's a mighty handy trick. Yeah, I, I think we're, fi- we're we're almost back to firing on full cylinders again. Yeah, that was uh he's a heavy dude, like really low center of gravity. You on that seriously, guy. chucked him though. I mean, damn. Now, you were talking. This is not just me. Out a window <laughs> as Strangleholds on the road and Elixir is still driving away. <laughs> bro, no, I'm back. bro, I just I, yeah, yeah. Slow down, Elixir. <laughs> Because I want to play some money on this, on whether or not we think Ashfall is coming back in one piece or not, because that thing looked mean as hell. Uh, Bijou, is there anything you'd like to be doing? Um, I think Bijou might, because she can cover distances pretty quick, so she might just speed run over just to make sure that like Ashfall comes out the other side okay. All right. Uh, and Stranglehold, you're there right now. You just saw her teleport away uh, with this creature. What are you doing? Uh, let me see. Hmm. I don't think there's really anything I can do. Um, yeah, I'll just hang out. I'm going to wait right next to where I think Ashfall is going to pop back in just in case. Okay, um, and then it becomes the creature's turn. 
Sorry. Looking at all these uh, character sheets, jumped to the wrong one. Uh, so he has to make a roll of DC 20, I believe, to uh, break free from uh, the... And that is melee, correct? That is correct. Okay. Uh, he's only got a plus 12 on here. Uh, I rolled <laughs> I a four, you. a two, and a three. So he is breaking out of it. Does he, he, shitty rolls, did he take trouble for being prone? Oh, oh nice. Nice. <laughs> I would assume he would probably say that first. Yeah. He technically does take trouble uh, on melee attacks for being prone, if that's a melee test. This could be... If I get a two or a one, he's not going to break it. I got a five. So the four stands. Uh, it's a 21. Uh, so he... You see this creature come to its senses and let out a massive roar uh, out of anger and frustration and then it just begins to just ripple and flex its muscles and it just stands up and it begins uh, to press against you who are you're still grabbing it uh, because you had to grab it to pull it in here and it does have a reaction for when it is grabbed so I don't get to use my action I spent that breaking out but I will use my reaction here all right Uh, you know what? No, I'm sorry. I misread that. I don't get a reaction. That is for when it has grabbed a target, not for when it is grabbed. It says the target <laughs> is grabbed as the trigger. So, okay. Uh, so it breaks free and it is just staring down at you. Its claw pulls back up to go at you, but it's your turn now. See ya. And uh, the portal opens around uh, my feet again as I just fall straight through uh, into where I left off, which probably means the cars are either driven past me, hopefully, or uh, all still there. Uh, if you go right back where you were, Bijou and Stranglehold are still standing there. They were waiting on you. Uh, Elixir has parked the car a tenth of a mile up. Uh, and Wraith has his head poking out watching you. Uh, so yeah, you see me tumble out of a portal into, I guess, Stranglehold uh, is ready to catch you. It's like, fuck. <laughs> All right. There's just like... Stranglehold fumbles, and then, but Charlie gets you. So you're... Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 no. Oh, this is... Good old Charlie. Oh, no. Charlie. <laughs> we got you. We got oh. you. All right. Yeah, I'm a bit nauseous. You see like a bloody nose from just the strain of doing this teleportation still. And when that portal opened, you all heard the roar of that beast coming through, uh, and then it closed, and then the sound of silence as uh, Paul Simon would say. It's about to do a lot of destruction. You all uh, load back into the car. Uh, looking up, you don't see any sentinels, uh, whether you lost them or whether they're creating some sort of net or perimeter it's hard to say you're still on the island you haven't gotten that far so you feel like you're not in a safe zone uh but as soon as you uh pile into the car prodigy he pulls up a video and tells you it's a live stream and you see reverend striker and he is delivering a message uh live right now that says uh, let me find my notes sorry i closed it 
Like, wait a uh, minute, you were driving and looking for videos on your phone at the same time? You're putting our lives in your Elixir hands. is driving. What's oh, a live yeah, stream? I was driving. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> the banner below says, as Mutant Hunt drags into its seventh day, Reverend Stryker releases new statement. And you hear him say, my brothers and sisters, I have dedicated my life to the protection of humanity and to the improvement of mutant kind. I have built 14 schools that specialize in teaching young mutants how to safely control their powers. Arguably, no other American has done more for their cause. And I do not say this out of pride or out of ego, but simply to explain to you how deeply I understand this issue. Protecting humanity is my God-given mandate, and these six mutants have, have killed three of my faculty members while severely injuring two others, one of whom will never walk again. President Kelly has offered us his thoughts and prayers, and while I could never deny the power of prayer, God's word also teaches us that prayer requires action. The U.S. government's poorly funded Sentinel Initiative was powerless to prevent these needless deaths. The Mutant Affairs Control Act lacks bite, and President Kelly refuses to act. Well, I, for one, will not stand by and watch good people die. People that devoted their lives to the less fortunate and were killed in cold blood. Killed by mutants that were given every opportunity to make their own lives better. Mutants have proven time and time again that violence is in their blood. They cannot rise above it, and it cannot be taught out of them. And that is why I am launching my crusade. Tomorrow night at Madison Square Garden, we will make our voices heard. We will tell President Kelly that he can no longer play both sides. It is time to act. And if he doesn't, we will. Thank you. God bless. And then it goes cold and it goes to these news anchors who begin talking about this. There's speculation that uh, Reverend Stryker is setting himself up for a presidential bid of some sort or what this crusade means. And it's a lot of hearsay, a lot of uh, speculation about what it means to start a crusade in a modern day. But this is where we are going to end the session for the night. Uh, Predator X is a tough fight, and you guys got through it pretty easily. So, congratulations on that. Uh, Ashfall, if he was not paralyzed that one round, I would have messed you up. Uh, yeah, yeah, good. yeah. That's why I've got sturdy and healing factor. We get a good synergy as a team. We get, we, we feed you off really one another's powers pretty work. well. You really do. Yeah. Yep. Also, I still have my reaction to pull up a dirt wall. So. <laughs> <laughs> you could have tried to me. focus do you have left? Um, because I used a karma, I've got five left. I need to deduct. Okay, just enough for a drill. For... Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Uh, let's do some shout outs. Aaron, what's going on with Garblag? Let's see. Tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, you can join me in the narrator's chair over on Garblag Games running uh, Marvel Multiverse as a group of British um soldiers uh and superheroes in 1943 are taking on the battle axis as they track down trevor fitzroy a time traveler which is going to lead us into the cataclysm of kang campaign and i did get the book today makes me smile what a show off what a show off 
He's a bastard. And then uh, on Thursday, you can come back at Garblag, same time, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and join uh, Mr. Garblag himself, Pete, as he runs his own game, Heroic Deeds, uh, while they run through the Red Hand of Doom. And then next Tuesday, Millie will be back in the GM seat running her long, uh, long-standing Coriolis campaign. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Jeff, what do we got going on here with Lollygaggers? Yeah, buddy. Uh, next game up is Thursday night, where you can see most of the folks here uh, playing some Werewolf the Apocalypse. Uh, as uh, we're going to be starting up a new uh, a new story, as we just concluded one last Thursday. I think we're going to have the full pack back. At the very least, we should have four. Uh, so very excited. Uh, Friday. Well, Aaron, why don't you tell us, what are we doing on Friday? So Friday, we're going to be jumping back into the grim, dark future of Warhammer 40K. You'll actually get to meet our crew of troubleshooters working for the rogue trader Veronius dynasty in the Gilead system as they solve problems. And thanks to our uh, our viewers uh, a couple of weeks ago on Twitch, their first mission that we're going to use to get a feel for the rules and a feel for the foundry is they're going to be taking on a chaos space hulk with some gravimetric problems so i may get to murder half the half the party on our training session yay awesome. me good luck yeah. awesome i have so many ideas for characters so it's uh, <laughs> it's cool uh that's how i feel that, whenever like i end up dying in one of your campaigns it's like i'm good well, I got speaking of Speaking of that, Stephen, uh, Saturday, <laughs> yeah, we decided Saturday, it kind of dawned on us that like we could just play Delta Green on Saturday this week because we were like, oh, we don't want to like because Thanksgiving was going to kind of throw us off our schedule. But we're like, let's just play this weekend. And that's what we're going to do because my trade's out of town or something on Saturday. So the rest of us are going to actually play our Delta Green session on Saturday this week. Uh, Not sure what that has to do with characters dying, though. I, I don't know what you're referring to here. You're, I've got an idea. <laughs> you literally got like 30 people, 40 people killed. <laughs> and so and we'll see what happens with Steven's character. Yeah. If you haven't watched the last uh, episode yet, check out YouTube and yeah. see what yeah. happened. Yeah. Bit of a cliffhanger. A little bit. A bit. Just a, a wee bit. bit. <laughs> Those are fun. Those are fun. Uh, then on Monday, we will be back to Fragged Empire, uh, fun space sci-fi game in the vein of Mass Effect that we've been playing uh, the past month or so. It's really, really fun. Uh, so come check that out. Otherwise, uh, on Tuesday, we'll be back here. And uh, as most already said, check out the YouTube page, uh, Adventures in Lollygagging. Subscribe over there. Follow here over on Twitch. All that kind of good stuff. And uh, yeah, there we go. Anything else, Steven? Any other words of wisdom? Uh, yeah, one word of wisdom, uh, well, one bit of wisdom with many words, uh, is when you do subscribe on YouTube, make sure you click on that little bell, too, so you get notifications when a new video comes up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, very nice, very nice. You're, like, you're doing the whole YouTube thing, like, that's the, you got nailing it down. That's great. What can I that's say? Great. I'm a supporter of the channel, you know, I, 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 I'm dedicated. I'm one of sure. us. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Adventures in lollygagging. Uh, all right, <laughs> go ahead and follow the raid we just put up for Happy Jack's RPG. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Good night. Good night.